Brian Bum on Cam Glen Radio.
I'm Kevin McDermott and you're listening to Music in the Key of Life with Brian Byrne on Cam Glen Radio. Brian Byrne on Cam Glen Radio. Yes, that was a brilliant Kevin McDermott featuring Charlene Spiteri. I'm Brian Byrne. This is Cam Glen Radio 107.9 FM. Thank you so much to Stephen Rowan uh, for his drive time show. Always a pleasure listening to Stephen on my drive down from East Cobride on a Friday night. It's just after six o'clock. I'll be here with you till eight o'clock. And this week, I'm absolutely delighted to, to be joined live in the studio by Colin McCready. Hi, Colin. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Brian. How are you? I'm absolutely brilliant. Thank you so much. Uh, Kevin McDermott prior to us coming on there and 
Yes, um, that's a, there's a story in that. There is a story. Um, I kind of sidled up to you in December at the Admiral Bar. I thought uh, you were going to hit me. Uh, no, no, that's never, never going to happen. Um, it's that scary beard in scary, the dark. Well, this is a, the winter beard is uh, first of March. It really should be going, but uh, yeah, still hanging about. So I sidled up to you. Kevin would uh, entertain us as he always does. Yes, he's a tonic. He's a tonic. He's a he's a good man. Apart from his undoubted. Uh, huge talent on stage in terms of singing and songwriting. He's always good with a story and a little aside. Yes, his chat is quite something <laughs> yes, special. Yeah. So, uh, have you been a Kevin McDermott fan for a yeah, while? Yeah, I think uh, Kevin was one of these people that kind of, well, I think the album came out about 89 and I remember it came out, uh, Mother Nature's Kitchen, Kitchen came out like the same week as Waking Hours by Delamitri. Yeah. And I still think back to a train trip to London listening to to one side Kevin McDermott and one side Delamitri so yeah he's someone that I've liked since uh, then and obviously I've got you know he was they were one of the group of many groups that I liked and I've got a good friend who's a really big fan of Kevin so he's always going oh I'm going to go and see Kevin will you come so as you say he's such a good turn yeah. uh, and it's a really good night out so yeah he's he's, he's brilliant this is the thing he's been on my show a couple of times I've done some gigs up in East Kilbride with him and the, the first one I booked I mean, I was, you know, obviously aware of Kevin McDermott from, you know, back in the day, like yourself. So I thought, right, well, I wasn't sure if Kevin would come to East Kilbride to such a small venue, but, you know, it's a right, case he's of... A, he's a Mary Hill boy, oh, so... He, there's no airs and graces. He said, no, nah, that Brian sounds like a good night. So I put the tickets out, and they sold, like... I know, you, I think there's a huge interest in him. And, and I had people sort of sending me messages, like, I've not missed a Kevin gig in 20 years. I know. Can you put me on the list? And oh, people come to the door, the door on the night of the show. You know, can you just let me in? And I'm like, right, one more person is, is fine. And he, he did a, a Q and A um, uh, last year off in East Kilbride, and it was just in the afternoon, just relaxed, him in a chair, you know, just sitting there answering a few questions. And there was a woman came, and she was 91. And I said, oh, Kevin, there's a there's a woman coming. She's 91. If you keep, and it was the woman that ran his fan club back in the day no right? way yeah and she she was in the army she was like a sergeant major now credible woman and kevin was just a joy a joy to see her you know um but yeah he's always so self-deprecating he just kind of entertaining on uh, social media with all these via sides and whatnot so yeah so i hoodwinked you into coming on the show and thank you so much for giving up a bit of your well, basically you bribed me i did i did i bribed you with the chairs of my company yeah, which is and not, i could choose the playlist rich anyone that's into music is, is, is do a you win, know what i mean a it's win -win like, situation well that is the one thing as i kind of would be not would be but someone who's grown up loving music and loving the radio as well that the idea of being able to like choose your own records is well, this amazing is and sometimes when i have guests on i actually love it i love it but sometimes they'll send me playlists and I'll think, well, that's about 60% great, you know, and there's about 40% which I'll, I'll have to try and talk my way around into not playing. But you've picked 18 songs and, you know, we better charge on because we're not going to probably take the playlist. And they're all well, absolutely amazing. I kind of thought what the dynamic of the show and yeah, where yeah. we are in, yeah. Gla in Glasgow, well, I know it's not officially Glasgow, Glasgow but you know what I mean? I thought, and obviously the type of gigs we're at and the type of bands that I grew up liking, I thought, well, that's quite a good a wee uh, throwback to that time. It's a bit like 
you know, the younger the younger listeners will not uh, know what I'm talking about here, but you stayed back in the day, make up like mixtapes, yeah, all your favourite stuff, mm-hmm. um, and this is one of the ones that you would have and put in your Sony Walkman and oh, it would yeah. keep you going. I, for I probably gave this very tape. <laughs> to some six-year girl in Perth High School 30 years ago. And learn your stuff. And it didn't work. <laughs> That's the sad part of it. There you go. So, but, as you see, I've not done any work on the playlist. I'll play a couple of new tunes uh, throughout the show, but the first track that, of your part of the show is brand new track, brand yes. new album out today. Tell me about that. Oh, uh, the Fat Cops. Yeah. Yeah, Fat Cops, out today, March yep. the 1st, and a... Uh, it features one of Glasgow, Scotland's most uh, famous musicians, Bobby Bluebell. Wow. And it's a band that he formed basically on Twitter. So there's a couple of journalists that he met on Twitter. <laughs> Al Murray, the comedian, plays drums. Wow. Uh, Chris Deeran, who's like a political sort of columnist, <laughs> is the lead singer. And they're all kind of older than the... They should know better to be doing, yeah, like, absolutely. glam rock. <laughs> but it's an absolutely brilliant album. Yeah. And as I say, it's out today. And uh, Hands Up, Get Down is... It's just it was it's just such a fantastic song. Yeah, it's so cool. Uh-huh. And uh, when you see them and you see hear this, you don't, they don't go together. But I'll <laughs> let you hear it and, and let me know what you what you think. Brilliant, great stuff. So this is the Fat Cops on Cam Glen Radio, and this is Hands Up, Get Down. And I 
Cam Glen Radio presents our first live event of 2019. Join us on Friday the 1st of March for a country music bonanza. Performing this month is 2016 UK Songwriting Contest finalist Robin Taylor. And ahead of the launch of their brand new album, Katie Cross and the Amberjacks. And finally, the first ever Scottish act to perform at the CMAs in Nashville, Scottish country music sensation, Raintown. Tickets are available at camglenradio.org for £10 plus booking fee. Some tickets will be available at the door for £12. Camglen Radio. Yeah, that's uh, this month's uh, Cam Glenn Presents. Uh, head down, there's a few limited tickets on the door. I think they're about £12. Rain Town, Katie Cross, Namberjacks and Robin Taylor. I'm heading down there myself uh, after the show. I'll be here till about 8 o'clock. Stick around after myself. Stephen Payton will be here till 10. He's usually eclectic mix. Um, he's looking at Brian Eno's album, Music for Airports, which I listened to a few times this week. And uh, yeah, be interesting to hear his take on that. It's a good album. Uh, but I'm joined in the studio tonight by Colin McCready. Again, Colin, thank you so much for coming in and giving us a bit of your time. Not a problem. Um, this next track, um, Hipsway. Um, where were you when you discovered Hipsway? Where, when did you become aware of them? Uh, they were the first band I ever saw live, so that is why they kind of hold a bit of a place in my heart. I grew up in Perth, and as a 15-year-old in Perth, uh, obviously I was starting to get into a lot of the Scottish bands so mm. like Hipsway, Love and Money, Lloyd Cole, The Bluebells, Aztec Camera and the thought, they all just at the age of 15 there was no way to go and see these bands because yeah. they were always playing it may, probably Glasgow and Edinburgh, maybe Dundee but they were always in over 18 venues yeah. so I was so jealous and I would look at all the listings and see what all the bands were playing and then all of a sudden we went into the local record shop, Gold Rush Records and the guy, John, behind the counter went, aye, so the Hipsway tickets are going to sale tomorrow. And we were like, sorry? He went, aye, Hipsway are playing the City Hall. And no one came and played in Perth. Uh-huh. This was, like, unbelievable. Yeah. And it was just at the end of the first album, uh, you know, so it was 87. And it was a week in a warm-up tour they were doing. And sure enough, Hipsway came and they played Perth City Hall. April 1987, and they were the first band I ever saw. So, as much as I loved them before seeing them, uh, after seeing them, it was just like the best thing that ever happened to ever. me. I mean, the first album, I mean, it's one of the things that I, I mean, I, I've been going to gigs since about 1982, 83 with the Apollo and stuff. But I mean, absolutely loved that first Hipsway oh, album. A great album. I mean, the whole album, every track. Um, I mean, when Skin was on a couple of years, two, four, three years ago, he was on last year, he was on two, three years before, a couple of years before, and we put out, you know, um, any requests for Hipsway. Every song. Every song. Yeah. And it was ridiculous. People were requesting every song, and we've got cert- certain guidelines. You can only play so many tracks by an artist in it's, an hour. Yeah, yeah. A couple per hour, that kind of thing. So it was just a deluge, and there were so many stories behind every track, why it meant so yeah. much to them. And I think it, a bit like you, when I was at school, every single person either had the album, had the tape, had a tape of it, and it was a slow burn. Oh. That it, was like, it wasn't like everyone got it at the same time. It was one of those albums that over maybe 18 months, I think it probably stayed in the top 100 
although it maybe wasn't selling a lot of records, but people were constantly taking it to parties and and still anyone of our age, certainly in Scotland, knows that album and loves that album. I mean, for me, it's it's. I know they did. You know, you've probably seen it uh, before Christmas. They did this sort of. Uh, greatest al- Scottish albums of all time. Yes, you know, and there were some amazing, yeah. amazing albums on it. And I was amazed that Hipsway didn't get into the top ten, twenty yeah. albums of all time. And it's all subjective, if you like. But I mean, I went to see Hipsway down in London in November. Uh, I was staying with my cousin, um, and her and her husband, and never heard of Hipsway. Uh-huh. So we sat when I arrived, a couple of drinks, and we put on Hipsway on Spotify. In every track, they were like, "Oh, I remember that. That's amazing." Yeah. No, they'd never heard oh, they'd it before, never did, but like, they loved yeah. every still, single and track. it still stands up. I've seen Hipsway about oh, I don't know fifteen times, maybe in the past four years. And yeah, I've seen them. The, the album still stands up, and and obviously, bizarrely now, <laughs> in the weird way of how you change from a fifteen-year-old, people like Skins, one of my friends, yeah. as is Bobby Blue. So these people that were my heroes are now like my friends, yeah. but I still. Get a thrill of seeing skin, and then just have go out or come for a beer afterwards. Well, well your skin. I know. <laughs> oh, hiya! We we went to see them at the Kelvin Grove. Yeah, it was fantastic. It was amazing. But we were walking down, and I was really lucky. It was sold out, and I was really lucky because Skin had played in East Kilbride for me, and he'd been on the show. And I'm always reluctant to sort of yeah, reach out. Um, but he said, no, that's fine, uh, don't worry about it, we'll sort it out. So I was walking down and getting there, I was walking down to the bandstand and I was like getting my wife to hurry up behind us. So I turned around and Skin's walking down behind cool. her. And he's like, oh, hi, baby, how are you? And I'm like, that's great, I'm fine, yes, but like yourself, what a buzz because... And also, so my current wife, who uh, I didn't know when Hipsway played Perth in 1987, she grew up in Dunfermline and she was at that gig. And a lot of gigs from that period we were both at, obviously no. long. And the night at the bandstand, it was Simone's uh, birthday yeah. and Skin dedicated a song to her, oh. which was just a late, like, for her as well, it was just like, so you don't this need, is surreal. So you didn't need to buy a birthday present ever again? No, no, she got a shout out from Skin. Skin. So she was dreamy. I know, because there's a girl that listens that listen to the show, is a massive Hipsway fan, Jackie McAleese. And when she heard Skin was coming back on, she's like, oh, that's great, that's great. Um, can you get some stuff signed? I was like, oh, that should be fine. And um, so she says, when is it? Oh, I'm away in Spain. So when Skin came in, I told them all about it. She says, so Skin's on in two years' time. Jackie's coming down to make the tea. And that was the question. How do you like your tea? Brown with two sugar. And that, that's it. She made her life. That Brilliant. In two years' time, she's coming to make Skin tea. So... It's all good, but what what's your take on what was your take on when you heard they were coming back? I I'd obviously been going to see Skin and the Skinner Group, yeah, uh, from so when when Skin sort of came back to well started doing music again, which was probably about ten maybe ten ten years ago, yeah, maybe. yeah. So I'd been to see them at King Tut's with a full band. They'd played some of the Hipsway stuff, so I was always still into them. And uh, at that point, he was running a bar in the West End, so I would That's see right. a lot of them. And I think the kind of idea came about, and obviously it was going to be one night, yeah. and it sold out within an hour. I know. And, and then suddenly they did like two nights, and then another night. They did a night in Edinburgh, which was the, which I went to was their first gig in like twenty five years, and that was absolutely it was unbelievable. Yeah, it was just hearing Pim play. He's such a brilliant. He's the kind of Scotland's answer to Nile Rogers. He totally is. He's so funky, but so it's not like lead guitar he plays. 
It's kind of melodic. I don't know. I, I, I don't know what it is either. He does do lead, but it's just that riff to it and that rhythm. It's amazing. Because recently he's put a few uh, videos on YouTube. I don't know if you've seen no, them. No, I've not seen them. Yeah, go on and look at them. He's showing how he plays, you know, the solos. and. Oh, all. that sounds amazing. It's amazing. But it's kind of demoralising as a guitarist. You watch him and go, I don't recognise any of that. No, he just But it's so. beautiful yeah. stuff. So you should check it out. Are you going to the Hipsway uh, YouTube? Official, site? yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll do that. Um, so you, thanks again for putting the playlist together tonight you've picked a track off the brand new album uh, Smoking Dreams what made you pick this one? well only because it's like as you say people love the first album and yeah. people love the second album not yeah. as much but I, I really like that I as, well. Like it as well um, and obviously they've come back and again a bit of new music with Fat Cops and a bit of new music with Hipsy mm-hmm. and also what's appropriate about this is it's called Saturday Night uh, down at the garden yeah, and yeah. it's about the rock garden which was a famous Brilliant. bar in uh, Queen Street yeah. and uh, in the mid to early to mid 80s that's where all the it was place to be the Scottish it? bands hung about yeah. and you know people in bands worked at the bar and drank there I was too young for it but um, I think when I first went it was maybe 1988 by which time they'd all probably moved to London and stuff uh, but it was a great pub and also what's really good about this song is a nice touch it mentions name checks about Five or six Scottish it bands. Says it's a it's a it's a quiz of a, it's a quiz of a, So if a you song. listen out and try and spot the spot the bands. So I just thought it was a nice connection from the past to the present. Good stuff. And it's Perfect. a great tune. Yeah. So this is Hipsway on Camblin Radio. This is Saturday night. <laughs> Oh 
a lovely thing that's Hipsway uh, Saturday night that's off the brand new album Smoking Dreams uh, it's out just now if you haven't got it why not get out and buy it I'm Brian Byrne this is Cam Glenn Radio 107.9 FM joined in the studio tonight by Colin McCready Colin you're, you're well known for uh, many parts um, uh, as an actor um, so in terms of acting what what was the catalyst for that when, when did you decide to get into acting uh, as I said earlier I grew up in Perth and uh, Perth in the kind of 1980s had a really great repertory theatre yeah. and my sister who was older than me ended up working like front of house and then started working backstage she ended up going to drama school and becoming a stage manager so I would go as a kind of 10, 11 year old on a Saturday matinee yeah. to watch the plays so it could be Agatha Christie one week then Alan Aitborn and you know great Scottish actors you know people seen like people like Ricky Fulton and Brilliant. Paul Young and and people like Andy Gray, who my si- that was my sister's boyfriend at the time. So Andy Gray, who's obviously gone on to do millions of stuff from yeah. City Lights to River City at the moment. So I grew up wanting to be, and Andy was from Perth, going, I want to be like him when I grow up. Uh-huh. So then I got involved with Scottish Youth Theatre uh, as a kind of teenager. Yeah. I would come through to Glasgow a lot and do productions with them, uh, while also doing sort of plays at Perth Rep as well. I did like um, Peter Pan with Ricky Fulton as a child uh-huh. uh, and then just kind of um, start with Scottish Theatre and then applied to go to the RSMD and or so they call it the Conservatoire right now, now, but yeah, I refuse yeah. to call it that. <laughs> so I went to the RSMD or the Academy as we yeah. called it and uh, managed to flukily get in and that was just Flukily get in, I yeah. think that's a bit No, it's true actually. <laughs> yeah. Someone dropped out the last the last minute and I got I was on the waiting list and Meant I sne- to be. sneaked in. Meant to be. Yes. Uh, so I mean you're you're well known for for, for many things on TV uh, and film and stuff like that, but but largely um, probably best known for your part in Tiger. Uh, how did that come about? Uh, how did that came come about? I came out of sort of drama school and a a good friend of mine who was in my year, an actor called Tony Curran, who's gone off and is now in Hollywood and he's just been seen in The Outlaw King. Yeah, a big he's like a big ginger version of me, <laughs> more ginger with a beard. Uh, yeah. Tony got a part. We both up went for a part in Doctor Finley, which was a big show at the time. Oh yeah, yeah. And Tony got the part. And I didn't, uh-huh. uh, which was the shape of things to come. And uh, whatever happened, Tony was doing a play as well, and he was working at night. And he asked to get away at like four o'clock, and they went, "No, you know, this is Annette Crosby, and yeah. he, you're not getting away. You, uh-huh. You're either here till seven o'clock, or you're not. You're not." So he had to drop out at the last minute, stupidly. And I got a call to again yeah. take over, and it was a lovely part. It was a week's filming, and that was for STV. Yeah. And then I think after that, uh, I. 
it was such a nice part that I actually did okay probably and then I did a couple of parts smaller parts in Taggart then I did a bit in Take the High Road and then a part of a detective came up in Taggart and I managed to yeah. slip into that yeah and, and probably you're too close to the show um, to realise how iconic it is but are you aware of you know uh, you know the reach of the show beyond Scotland and beyond oh yeah obviously yeah. do you know what I mean it was the, the, what was nice about it was that you were in a, a big network British show that was prime time that was yeah, yeah. getting 7, 8 million 10, yeah. 12, 13 million viewers at times yeah. when I was in it and um, but you weren't part of the London kind of yeah, yeah. scene and you could live at home and you know it was high production values and obviously you would then realise it was shown throughout the world and I would go away on holiday to random places like Iceland say and you would be getting chased down the street people going yeah, was, uh, yeah you're like you, a tiger. I know you yeah, no you don't know. <laughs> I've never been here before I know because I mean I've got family all over the world um, a lot of family down in London and they just absolutely yeah, love well it. more people like more people would watch it in England than ever watched it in Scotland yeah, because yeah. it was you know so it was, and I think a lot of people thought it was only ever shown in Scotland, but no, no, I mean, it was massive in Australia ma and places like that's that. That's right, yeah, yeah, and, and and obviously you do a lot of TV and and uh, stage stuff. I mean, uh, do you have a, a preference as an actor? I mean, obviously you, you want to work, but do you have a preference in terms of being in front of a live audience or in a studio all day? I think probably um, variety is the spice of life, and yeah. I love doing theatre, I love doing telly, I love you know radio, whatever you do, you know. But probably personally, I've probably done maybe more TV than theatre over the years. So um, I would probably, I would probably feel as if I'm maybe better at that or more experienced than that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, probably t if you had to choose, choose, I would probably go for TV. TV but yeah. it's great to do theatre as well. No, thanks for that. Thanks for coming and talking about that. Um, going back onto the music, um, we were speaking off mic um, about this. You put the playlist together, I and mean, when I seen this band were on, I've done. Um, three artists of the week on Smiths and uh, Morrissey and Johnny Marne as songwriters, um, but you've got this this next track on. So why the Smiths? Hey, I just think, as I say, like most people growing up in eighties, uh, well eighties Britain or eighties yeah. whatever, just Smiths were such an iconic band and uh, you know a great album band and you know I love the Smiths. I never saw them no, too me young. Neither, I, me I, you know I've seen Morrissey and I'm not a huge Smiths fan, but. It's like, boy, yeah. it's like they're one of these bands that I love without being like an absolute geek on them. Yeah. But it's just, you know, some great songs, great albums and just, you know, never tire of hearing them. Oh, absolutely. So you picked this next one. I'll play that for you on Cam Glenn Radio. This is Smith from 1992. And there is this. There is a light and it never goes out. Take me I'm welcome no more 
That was a wonderful Smiths, not from 1992, but that was from the Queen of Dead album, I think, 86, 85, 86. But fantastic stuff. Uh, 20 to 7, I'll be here till 8 o'clock. Stick around till after my show. Stephen Payton will be here till 10. As I said before, he's looking at the Brian Eno album, Music for Airports. Um, joined tonight by Colin McCready. Colin, music is obviously a key part of your life. Um, you're picking some great tracks tonight. Next one, Love and Money. Yes, again, a bit like Hipsu, they were one of those bands that uh, weren't massive bands at the time, but when I was like, maybe got to about 15, I kind of made a conscious effort to like Scottish bands. Yeah, yeah. And at that point, there was Cut Magazine, which was a kind of Scottish music press newspaper. So I just thought, rather than, you know, America or Britain, I just for some reason thought I'll get into Scottish bands. But there's so many to choose from. Yeah, and there were so many good ones at the yeah, time that I, mean, I just thought that that's my jam, that's what I'm going to sort well, of go for. Well, that's it. You, see, you mentioned Hipsway, you mentioned Love and Money, but we had bands like Kevin McDermott, we had um, Blue Nile, you know, all these bands, Delmetri, they're all coming around. There was so much talent kicking about. Yeah, and they were easy to easier to see and, oh, you know, and it. you could relate to them and, yeah. you know, and obviously similar, you know, a wee bit older than me maybe. So, and again, Love and Money were a band that I think I fell into probably through Hipsway. Yeah. I think because James had been involved with Hipsway. He was really in Hipsway. Yeah, he played on like a... The early demos. Yeah, and backing vocals on a Ask the Lord and stuff. So I didn't know that until yeah. Skin was on yeah. the show. No, I, he I, says, I, do you, you, you recognise that voice? I was like, I was like, listen, I'm like, you know, it sounds awful like... He's like, that's, that's James. Yeah. We, tr- we try to convince him to do a bit of singing because he said at the time... He was playing guitar and friends again. So. Pretty well. Yeah. He, he wasn't confident with his yeah. voice. Blah, blah. I said, what was, the, what was the chances of James being in Hipsway? 
And it was like, oh, I think James wanted to go and do his own thing. There is a demo of uh, The Broken Years yeah. with James playing guitar on it this, this, uh, the, before Pim joined Hip Sorry. So, uh, so, yeah, so Love and Money. And then suddenly, because they were maybe not as successful, they hadn't had chart, I kind of went, oh, they just became like a, a particular favourite of mine. Yeah, I mean, um, again, didn't, in my opinion, get the recognition that they should have done. No, well, James is a superb one of yeah, Scotland's greatest songwriters, he, in my opinion. Without a doubt, I mean, you've been to see him solo, and uh, he's he's very kind of um, nonchalant about his talent, but it's he's just one of the best singer songwriters that we've absolutely so many just beautiful tracks. Yeah. Um but we'll play one tonight that you've picked. What made you pick this particular uh, one? Uh, it's a song that. Um, uh, I, th- I don't think it ever it was a B-side and uh, I think it m- went on to their kind of best of album mm. and it was at a point where it was between like Love and Money's first and second album which as a 15, 16 year old seemed to, it was probably only like two years but it seemed to feel like 25 years to me well that's it you had to wait I know. back in the day you had to wait to yeah. get out and there was no like you could, they wouldn't release stuff on YouTube or things no YouTube come or on or things babe. like that you know So, but there was a late night Channel 4 a music program I think called The Word or something yeah, yeah, Not, yeah. no it wasn't The Word Wired Wired and they before the album came out they did a feature on Love and Money in the studio in New York and they, oh, that'd be they cool. did a version of this uh, and I just loved it from then and as I say it never appeared in the album but it's a great song and I just love it and I just love the lyrics as well yeah I'll cue this up for you tonight on Cam Glenn Radio this is Love and Money and this is Wonderlast I don't want to defeat you now But I can't deny it It would please me to see you go down When I met you as a friend In the Café de Cour I wanted to slip you a Mickey And take you home now Was it really wonderlust? A lack of trust Didn't I love you enough? Did I love you too much? I'll let them undeniably slow I don't suppose I'll ever know Is it true they called you The poison flower in your school days? Is it true they whipped you But they could not whip you into shape? Are you so sure-footed, so convoluted? Are you the kind that always talks about it But can never do it? Was it really wonderlust, a lack of trust? Didn't I love you enough? Did I love you too much? I'll let I'm undeniably slow I don't suppose I ever knew And I thought I was your best friend But you never told me Of your need, a cave of unknown. 
Yes, that was a fantastic loving money, <laughs> Wonderlust. Too busy chatting off mic there. Bit of dead air, we'll edit that out for the Mixcloud. Um, and at least Colin is on the ball. Thanks for I that. I was going to start speaking there. <laughs> as long as it was, Push as you as out of the way. As long as it was clean, we were fine with that. Um, but thanks uh, for picking that, loving money. Next on is when, if people listen to my show, is one of my all-time favourite bands, if not my favourite band of all time, the Beatles. Um, what, what's your connection with the Beatles? Uh, Musically, that is. I think it was uh, one of those uh, bands that there was a, 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 probably from like the Britannia Music Society. It was yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. the Beatles 21. No, it wasn't uh, 21. It was like a greatest hits Beatles yeah. vinyl. And just that, just think you don't know them. And then as a child, realizing that you know every single yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and just, you know, as. You know what a back catalogue. Yeah, changed for me anyway. They change music for forever. I've watched some of these kind of music icons programs, and there's so many bands that you know they do features on that are clearly influenced by the Beatles. Yeah, you know the way they present themselves, the way they present their music, and probably um, you know the way people get paid now. You know the Beatles were really the first band that started writing their own stuff. Yeah, getting their own publishing after a, a fashion. Um, and took control of the studio. Uh, obviously, George Martin helped, but they got control of what they were doing. And uh, bands like the Rolling Stones started doing it big time. And um, the Beach Boys were very influenced by the Beatles and things like that. So, yeah, great choice. Any particular reason you picked this particular track? I or? think it's a uh, it's a song I would like played at my funeral. Oh no! <laughs> right, may that not be for a very long. No, time but just that it's it's yeah, just a song that I love and it's a good choice. Yeah, I might write that down. That's quite good. Absolutely. So this is way before before your funeral, but played for you tonight on Cam Glen Radio. This is the Beatles, and this is in my life. <laughs> There are places I remember all my life. 
something new Though I know I'll never lose affection For people and things that went before I know I'll often stop and think about them the Beatles at their brilliant best in my life um, Brian Byrne, this is Cam Glenn Radio this next track goes out to Julie Herkes um, I was uh, searching basically on uh, Facebook for this next band and she came up and said I've got a copy of that and Brian you can have it so this goes out to Julie Herkes it's with uh, a band from mid 80s very suitable for the show I'm doing with Colin tonight um, but I had this in vinyl way back in the day uh, and I hadn't heard it for a long time, so delighted to get a copy of this. So let's go out to Julie Herkes. This is Fruits of Passion and Love's Glory.
Yeah, that was uh, Fruits of Passion, Love's Glory. I went out to Julie Herkes. Thank you so much. Love it. Uh, just going up for seven o'clock. Uh, another hour to go. Um, join the studio by Colin McCready. Managed to keep you for the whole hour. Another hour to go and you can yes. go and get your dinner. I don't think I've heard Fruits of Passion <laughs> since I was about four. It's brilliant, isn't it? It's yeah. such a cool... It's, you know, I, I had that album way back in the day, like yourself. Um, and I love that about music because you'll hear a track and you'll think, well, wow, it takes you back, takes you to, back yeah. to wherever you heard it or wherever you were playing it. It's about like the Smiths. I used to play the Smiths all the time and, yeah, really cool. So... Your playlist tonight is keeping us going. Um, Justin Curry, again, we've been talking about James Grant, we've been talking about Skin and Kevin McDermott. Justin Curry is up there in terms of songwriting for Scotland, eh? Absolutely. Um, and obviously, I, I, I didn't... I wasn't aware of Dale Meach when they first came out, I think it was about 84, yeah. and their first album was a bit kind of... Uh, I suppose it was quite smithsy and yeah. quite kind of indie. Uh, and they were a band I remember hearing them and I maybe had one of their singles but they sort of disappeared and then they came back in about 89 with Awaken Hours which was just I was blown away with which was a great album and just I don't know great songwriting and you know the thing about Justin likes skin uh, from Hip Street he's just such a brilliant front man and yeah. it was so unusual to see a, a front man playing the bass I know and I mean as you see the songwriting he's, it's it's not effortless because I mean, they're really good at what they do but the way he, he just he, the, the lyrics just sounds like he's talking to you it's yeah. a bit like well, Kevin's so, lyrics as well they're like that you know sounds so natural conversational yes yeah some superb uh, lyrics and uh, so yeah and obviously they went off and became massive and sort of became a bit of a rock band and, yeah. and uh, obviously did so well kind of top 20 American billboard and things and again you know as time went off you kind of maybe you know you like them better at the start and uh, but I actually went to see them last summer. Uh, they played the Barrowlands, and they Seen that. they blew my mind. I mean, cause they it, played like twenty five st- songs straight through, no mucking about, bear, barely any chat. But they were just so so good. The catalogue is so oh, strong, and just the and Justin's front man and Ian Harvey and guitar. I was just honestly, it was one of the best gigs, gigs. I'd been at for past five years probably totally. and, and I love the way they, you know I, I've actually never seen them but I love the way they'll try and go and see yeah, them they'll, they'll, they'll play the Barrowlands and they'll play Edinburgh Castle they'll, you know they'll, they'll play the gigs where you can go and actually see them up close and personal like the Barrowlands yeah. and then play massive gigs as well so um, they've got and it, it appears anyway because you probably you know maybe know them slightly better than me but you know, on social media, he appears really, really down to earth, really straightforward. His comments on Twitter are oh, hilarious. He's quite, yeah, he is quite mad. Yeah, he's quite mad and straightforward, you know, and, and I kind of love that. Social media for me, when you see guys like you, you shouldn't really know, but you can kind of get involved with it, yeah. Totally, you go. Well, the bottom line is I'm still a fan, and as I say, luckily I've got to know a lot of these people who I grew up. Sure. And only this, like, the summer I was in the pub in the West End with Skin, <laughs> and then what, Justin Curry, and he's like, that, and he's like, I'm buying you a drink, we're going, we're going, I'm buying you a drink, and it's just like part of me, like, okay. And it's just like, you know, I can't help but being a fan, and, you know, I'm sitting having a, a chat and being like, I can on a one-to-one, oh. but still when I go to the toilet, I'm like, I'm, I'm I'm in the pub with skin. I know. Justin Curry. I mean, so uh, I'll never, I'll never go over that. Well, so. I, I think that's the way I am as well. You know, because I've kind of worked with these guys. You know, up at you know when I do my gigs and all that. But you, part of the thing for me doing the gigs is, you know, I spend you know a chunk of the afternoon sitting, hanging out, 
hanging out and I'm yeah. going it's like you know Kurt Brandon who I was a massive fan still having Spear of Destiny I'm sitting all afternoon just chatting away to him about stuff and I'm Good. thinking in the 80s I went to the Barlands every year to see Spear of Destiny and here I am in yeah. 2014-15 and you used to have the uh, posters on your wall I, I wouldn't ever admit to that Colin but oh, it's absolutely do. true don't absolutely tell skin absolutely true oh I know and then because the funny thing is and I, I'm as you like yourself I'm fundamentally a fan so when Skin he, he slags me off about it you know when, when I see him you know I'll say can you sign that for me and he's like seriously I'm like aye it's me and he's, he's like right okay here we go to Brian I'm like Skin that's for me that's a fan and he's like I, t- I try not to do that well, I, I, I want to but I, I try to remain I, cool he, he just goes like ah, you're so sad I'm like yeah, that's what it is. So the next one up, uh, a Delamitri track you have picked for tonight's show. Which one are you picked? It's uh, "Be My Downfall," which is from third Delamitri album, "Change Everything," and it's just a a beautiful story, a love yeah. story, a, a breakup. A, I don't know. It's just it's a it's just a wee f- a, a wee story in four minutes. I think brilliant. Okay, that's Delamitri and Cam Glen Radio, and this is "Be My Downfall." <laughs> is pulling out and I guess I'd better go before I make a grave mistake and let my feelings show and 20 miles away she waits alone for me but when I try to picture her you're the one I see and then another
Fantastic, Delamitri, um, on Cam Glen Radio. That would be my downfall. Uh, See, just after five past seven, Colin. Uh, managed to keep you still here. No, no dinner or nothing. No, I'm starving. I'll bet you are. Um, I thought you. I would at least get food. Some, some kind of buffet. Packet of crisps. Yes, biscuits at least. Even like a vegan. Greg's sausage, sausage roll. roll. That's yeah. that's the hottest topic in Twitter. No, I've never had one yet. <laughs> no, not yet. I'm no, a fancy one. I'm old. I'm old school. Cheese and onion pasty. Oh, me. I would accept that as well. Yeah, absolutely. Next time. Next time. I wanted to ask you about the Scottish football, but nothing much is happening in Scottish football in the last no, week or so. No, it's been it's, very quiet. It's it's boring. It's yeah. Very boring. So I know from sort of stalking you on Twitter that you're a St Johnson fan. Yes. Why St. Johnson? Uh, because I grew up in Perth. Yeah, so home, uh, home time. Yeah, support your local team. Sure. Uh, so obviously, most of my life, St. Johnson have been pretty poor. Pretty poor. <laughs> but maybe a bit of a resurgence. The yeah. past maybe seven, eight years, we've it's been the glory years, the best ever. We've had um, top six for like five years, got into Europe five years, and. We managed to win our first ever national trophy. Well, this is the thing. I mean, I don't want to say this out loud, and this is just between you and me, but you must be getting almost to the stage where top six is a given. That's what, that, is, that, is that the expectation? Oh, well, it was until uh, Wednesday night Wednesday when Hibs night. beat us, so oh, we're three point, they're three points ahead of and us. And you were one nil up. I know. Ah. And they got a man sent off. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's not a given because, you know, in terms of St. Johnson's budget and fan base, you know, we're, we're down there probably with like the 10th yeah. budget yeah. in the league, so we are constantly pushing above our weight. So, yeah, probably somewhere like 10th in the league or Ninth, so to any anything above that, I I think's a a success story. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we might still make the top six. Yeah, no, I mean there's still quite quite a few games to go. Um, as I say, I, I am genuinely not stalking you on Twitter, but I noticed last week um, you were invited in to feature as co co presenter, co commentary. Yeah, um, how did that go? Yeah, St Johnston have just started their own like one of their TV channels. Brilliant. So they they broadcast their matches for away supporters and they provide their own commentary. Fantastic. So the guy Gary who does the sort of media at St Johnston, he commentates and he has a kind of side pundit, <laughs> which could be an ex player or he's trying to get like to Stuart Cosgrove to do it. So yeah. he asked me if I would do it. And uh, it's it's a, it's a very good fee. Yeah, it's better than the fee for this. You, you yeah. get into well, we're, we're we're paying you up. Yeah, you get into the game for free, and you get a macaroni pie. A ma- a, a macaroni yes. pie now. Yeah. I tell you what, so, uh, that's big time. So no, it was good. So it was St John Aberdeen. <laughs> so I just felt like Alan Partridge. So I was coming out with cliche after cliche, and it's hard with really, <laughs> because although I'm a football fan, you know. 
normally you go to the football, you just shout. You don't like analyze it. No. So. How tempting was it to sort of just shout out? That's like <laughs> I was tempted. I was wanting to get that classic phrase, which has uh, been going around Scottish football recently, which was from Rangers TV mm. when Celtic scored. That which was <laughs> what's the goalie doing, Tom? <laughs> so I was trying to get that in, but St Johnson's goalie was actually quite good on uh, Saturday, so I didn't manage to get it in. Oh, I know. I'm just going to say you've just drank three quarters of that bottle of water. That's three quarters of your fee down already. All the way. Oh no! Oh, there you go. Um, no, I mean, as I say, uh, was that the first time you'd ever done anything like that, or is it? Yeah, uh, obviously, I've been on like things, right, you know, off the ball and talked about sure, football sure. and talked generally and been interviewed, but yeah. I'd never done anything that was live. But <laughs> I think there was probably only about five hundred people listening to it. But uh, were you giving it the four four two and uh, trying to the, the, the high press, high, high press? press. Oh, I need to get. But again, it's like because I'm a St. Johnston fan, it's it's really cool to do, and yeah. it's, it was nice to be up there with all the press and the TV cameras, and uh, yeah, it's just uh, it's a so purely you, a fan. I I get impressed meeting musicians, I get impressed yeah, meeting footballers, I don't really get impressed meeting actors because uh, that's actor. what I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so it's, I mean, did you get the, the classic phrase from the get go? Did you did you get that in there? Yes, I think I managed to try and get yes. it in. Yes, yeah. I always wonder where that came from, and but. I also got in uh, now that we're at the business end of the season. Business end I of the season. I hate that. Uh, there you go. So, on a more general thing, Scottish football, the Scottish national team, um, it's been a fairly barren in terms of major tournaments in the last, what, 25 years? Yeah. What, what's your thoughts on the national team at the moment? It's just disappointing. It's, you know, ah, so I'm sure, like you, we grow, I grew up. Yeah. Till the age of like twenty five, every time there was a major championship, we were, we were in it. And, we were in it, and now we've I mean, forgotten. My two boys, eighteen and twenty three, oh, no recollection, no, nothing. There's no. nothing there, and it would be so nice, uh, you know, if we could get to Euro, the Euros or something like that, uh, and build a team that could get some way in that tournament. I mean, what's your thoughts? I think we've got the players. I think I uh, think there's players all through the spine of the team that could give us half yeah, a chance. And I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't have a problem with McLeish, but uh, I just think it was a bit of a stopgap because you know it was rather than think out the the park a bit and you know mm. go for someone a bit different. I think they just did a panic. Oh, we'll get Alex McLeish back, and but you know, let's see, give him a, give him a chance and. He was certainly good the first time, and he started off all right. Yeah, sometimes clubs do that, just go with what they know, Yeah, <laughs> as we've seen this week. Yes. Good stuff. Um, well, back to the music. Um, this next band I was saying to you off air, I think I seen them in 1982 in the Calder Glen Country Park in East Kilbride. They were headlining a, a music festival up there, Bluebells. What's your, what was your first introduction or recollection of them? I, I think it was actually this song. Again, they were one of the, the bands that were, you know, they charted, I think this was top 20, and then obviously Young at Heart was top 10 oh, yeah, the first yeah. time it came out. Uh, and again, they were just part of that whole scene of Aztec Camera, Lloyd Cole and the Lloyd Commotions. Cole. Uh, and I remember like my sister going to see them and just being and have, I remember having a t-shirt a Blue Bells t-shirt yeah yeah uh, and when I was maybe like 14 uh, I think it was from Woolworths or somewhere and I thought oh, they're, they're, that's, quite, that's quite a cool they're a Scottish band I'll get that so I think I had the t-shirt before I had the album I know I mean so many good songs you mentioned a couple there like Kath I love and um, this one you've picked is just a classic uh I mean, you see, it's a classic Scottish tune. People are expecting Andy Cameron and all no. that kind of stuff. But this tune 
again for me of, of an age that it's I just am. a great love song as well totally is and totally it's is. Uh, really bright and fresh yeah and, i mean this sounds as if it was recorded last week yeah and that, for me it's probably one of my favorite songs of the 80s yeah without a doubt and less well known than young at heart but it's oh, just a beautiful song it's definitely less well known than young at heart because i mean that got Probably bought them a couple of houses, but this one. Well, until they went to court, uh, <laughs> until the violin player sued them. Did he? Eh? Yeah. Oh, jeez. I'll oh. look that one up. That's a whole different oh, thing. Oh, yes. you got to keep it clean in the music business. Yep. Um, so, cue that up just now. This is another one of Collins picks. This is the Bluebells, and this is I'm Falling.
Oh, fantastic. Uh, I've seen that to Colin off of Mike. That's the first. I think it's the first Bluebells track I've played on my show, which I, I feel really bad about. You need now. to play some more. And I really do, and as I see, absolutely love them. And as I see, I've got plenty of their stuff. Just you know, you you, you just sometimes forget yeah. how good they are. So thanks for that. Really enjoyed that. Uh, next up, uh, another band, um, which I've got their album and stuff like that. Last night, the Strokes. What made you pick that one? Uh, I think maybe when the, fir- the Strokes first burst about yeah, yeah. Mm, fifteen years ago. Just which is hard to believe. I know, I know. Tell me about They're it. Brand new that band. Yeah. <laughs> and I just loved the way they looked. They were like Blondie. They looked like the the, the band in Blondie. The same gear on. Yeah. They all their names are so cool. They looked so cool. They sounded so cool. And uh, yeah. I just for, I just loved their artwork. I loved the name. I loved the kind of New York CBGB sort of exactly. style to them. And uh, the the album came out just when I was getting married. Uh-huh. And the week I got married, they played the Barrowlands, and I couldn't go. It was like the night before the <laughs> wedding, so I couldn't go. So really? it was slightly <laughs> annoying. <laughs> but the, the, Only slightly. The, the interesting part of this is well, not interesting, but it, well, it is to me, <laughs> is that on honeymoon we went to Iceland to Reykjavik, right? And on the plane to Reykjavik we opened in Flight Magazine and we saw that that night the Strokes were playing in Reykjavik no so I said to my wife <laughs> we're, we're there for like four or five days we looked up the venue and it was a bit like King Tut's and I said we're going to go I said it'll be sold out we'll just chance it we'll go at the front and you know no one knows us yeah. What's gonna, all we can do is try and get in and, yeah, yeah. you know I was going to say a word <laughs> beginning with B that ends in it but you know to get in uh-huh. and uh, so we went in to check into our hotel and as we were checking in I said oh in my you know like kind of pigeon uh, Icelandic uh-huh. I mean, uh, there is a band playing tonight that I would like to see in, in Reykjavik uh-huh. and the, the lady behind the counter went ah is it the Strokes? <laughs> and I went, yes, it is the Strokes. You know, she went, ah, we have these Strokes at the bar. No. So we turn round and the Strokes are sitting at the bar you and we're can't... like, oh, and she went, ah, you are very lucky. They have moved the gig to our sister hotel. Uh, would you like us to get you tickets? Uh, and we went, uh uh-huh. And she went, oh, they are quite expensive. Yeah. And I was like, I don't care. Right, she went, oh, and I thought there was like, say, £40 each, but it was like forty pounds or two. Oh wow! So she said, "I'll put your name on the door," and that so that was us sorted. And we kind of looked at the strokes as we went to check in, and then went out for some tea. Came back, and we're sitting having a drink. And the strokes come back after the sound check, and there was a Man United Champions League game on, and they come over to the bar. And I was like, oh, how was your gig? And, oh, we love Glasgow. And <laughs> said, you know, we're on honeymoon. And they went, oh, you come to the gig? And I went, yeah. They went, oh, well, I'll stick you on the guest list. And oh, we're no. like, we just bought tickets. It's too late. <laughs> so, uh, so we went on our honeymoon to see the Strokes, who at that point were absolutely massive. And they basically played in a hotel ballroom. Brilliant. On a Tuesday night. And no one in Iceland drinks during the week and uh-huh. it was like people were dressed up in suits and <laughs> it was like a whole cross section of society oh. and unlike a place like the Barrowlands everyone stood at the back uh-huh. no one goes on to the, to the front yeah yeah until the band came on and the, but then very slowly they all like creep forward creep for, yeah. it was, and we were standing at the back with a beer and everyone was looking at us thinking we were alcoholics <laughs> but <laughs> it was, it, they were just amazing so oh, uh, yeah. it's one of those gigs that I'll always remember yeah absolutely that's it your honeymoon the, me- the most memorable night of your honeymoon is the strokes absolutely oh, there you go <laughs> that's what my wife would say <laughs> there you go so we'll play that and dedicate this to your wife on Camelian Radio this is Last Night
brilliant. That was Strokes last night. Uh, 23rd of March sees the uh, launch of Paul Gemmell's Black Magic Blues Band. I'll play a track from them in a minute. But first up, uh, Thursday night in McCool's in Glasgow. Uh, we've got Roger Radiation and Scabbly Rebels. Um, and my band, the Douglas Ska Band. If you can get out on a Thursday, uh, make that your Friday. Come down to McCool's. Uh, you'll see Roddy Radiation and, unfortunately, me. Um, but get along, full night of scam music, and uh, tickets available in the door. Uh, it's a, a track off his new EP, Losing Control, a cover of one of his tracks uh, from back in the day for the specials, but a new version for 2018, and this is Little Rich Girl. You were feckers when you were fifteen. You wore a metal disco that everyone was in jeans. You were a rich girl, we're only having fun. Your local dresses, but stay. Yeah, head along on Thursday to McCool's, Roy the Radiation, Scabbly Rebels, and my band, the Duck Who's Scabban. 23rd 
of March uh, up at the Union in East Kilbride. Paul Gemma and the Black Magic Blues Band, their new brand new debut album, that's the launch night. If you can get along to that, they were in a few weeks ago. Uh, really top drawer musicians. Uh, I'll play a quick track off the debut album for you. Uh, this features Julie. What's Julie's first name? Julie Hodgkinson on lead vocal, and this is Who Are You? Paul Gemma and the Black Magic Blues Band, Who Are You? Their new album out, uh, launched on the 23rd of March. Prime Burn, it's after half past seven, 25 minutes to go. Uh, Colin, this is the part of the show where I start talking really, really quickly. That's allowed. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we, you start off all kind of you're trying to be all DJ and, you know, cool and calm and just... Just play the music. Please play the music. Next up, you picked our friends again, 
track south of love didn't have i didn't have you've got it in your loft i've somewhere. got it in my loft and cd i've got it in vinyl <laughs> it's, it's on spotify now oh, but um, right. no cds no one no one has yeah. cds anymore well uh, i think God, everyone get, gave them away don't say that to my wife because i've got about nearly two thousand in the house and uh, she just can't wait to get a skip and put them all in it yeah. but, uh, but that'll be just after my funeral <laughs> <laughs> so yeah but I could, we, we spoke on twitter and we kind of compromised on this uh it was quite cool paul paul mcgeekin was in Yes, um, Starless. Project. So friends again were a band that were sort of before Love and Money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they then split, and kind of Love and Money were formed in the Bathers with yeah. Chris Thompson. Uh, so again, they were one of these bands that I fell maybe three or four years after they split up. I got the album, and it is one of my favourite LPs, Trapped yeah. and Unwrapped. Do I need to get it? Oh, it's a great album. Yeah, I need to get that. Um, so he, so he brought this track with him. Yeah, to the show. So Starless has new project yeah. this is them doing their version of friends against yeah. did you uh, go to the starless show yes yeah it was cool yeah at the mitchell theater yeah yeah, yeah it was excellent and yeah, skin was it was a whole range of people yeah it was excellent really really good uh, it's a brilliant album beautiful yeah um it's so up there with kind of like craig armstrong is one of these kind of orchestral vocal pop not pop i don't know what it's just the, the kind no. of orchestral songs but i mean i hate to use this word but see the vibe of of all the tracks you could just lie it's a bit like uh, i don't want to compare it to the blue nile but see like if, yeah, I, I, know if, I, if I need a moment yes you know like, see if you play hats yes yeah and you just because the lights are low it's just one of the albums where you just go ah, and relax abs and relax so i'll play a bit of this, this maybe the first time you've heard this uh, this is from the celtic connections show that you were at um, and this is State of Art. Bit of a cheer at the start, but uh, why not? Like a protector, 
you know what they say You need to look any further than this You put the touch of a lover's gift Losers to both men Was she something worth loving? She was all that and more Helping watches on the shore Supple beauty She was all there She was all there And you know Yes, my eyes will tell me She's a work of art There is this heaven or just the state of art Where is the stepping? Why don't you gently ride the stone? Yeah, round of applause there, that Starless State of Art from the Celtic Connections in 2017, I want to say. 17, yeah, I think so, yeah. Great stuff. Um, uh, One of your early tracks a couple of hours ago, seems longer probably to you, but uh, with Hipsway, Skinner Group. Fantastic album. Yeah, uh, Skinner uh, released, I think, two albums, and uh, I love them, they're great, great quite basic do you know what I mean sort of recorded quite lo-fi yeah yeah uh, but this is off I think the second album and it's called Messed Up With You and I just love it it's a great lyric it sounds like a standard yeah yeah it sounds like a cover it sounds like someone like Jimmy Webb wrote it I know it's it's just uh, well, I think the whole album's really really good Seven Sages Are Losing You I love that absolutely it's great that. songwriting and it's one that if it comes on on like my playlist or <laughs> I'll I'll keep playing. I'll play it over and over again. Oh. I just love it. There's something just great about it. Yeah, and the the video for Surfer Girl, he gets down and dirty on that, yes. covering sand and on the sand. Yeah, getting getting dirty for his art. Exactly. Good stuff. So we'll cue that up um, off the back on the horse album, and this is messed up with you. Pots and pans and I'm on my knees Cleaning these Reminders of you 
I'm not feeling fine I try to fill my time Doing chores as such A but what else can I do? What can I do? I'm still messed up with you What can I do? up with you What can I do Messed up with you I know that every time I come across a sign I'll stop breaking Found a photograph that was torn in half. Tried to obliterate what I thought I knew. Didn't think it through. What can I do? I'm still messed up with you. What can I do? I'm just a mess. 
nice one that's the Skinner group of uh, Back on the Horse and that was messed up with you just about finished for tonight a couple more tracks Colin good um, Deacon Blue Rain Town yeah just one of those you know maybe not the most fashionable band or whatever but it's an album that I absolutely love uh, and I remember the first time I heard it and you know I went to see Deacon Blue just at Christmas at the Hydro the biggest ever gig they played and they were absolutely like Delamitri they just smashed it yeah. and uh, again luckily as an actor strange things happen and I had the pleasure of working with Lorraine maybe did two or three episodes of Taggart uh-huh. so obviously I was like you used to be up on my wall <laughs> yeah. and, uh, I did, so obviously I'm just, Hiya. Uh, I did a play with Lorraine two uh-huh. years ago at the Tron yeah, yeah. play called God of Carnage so it was great to spend a couple of months working with Lorraine uh-huh. but in the play her cam- character projectile vomits all over the stage right okay um, and my character has to clear it up no. So I spent three weeks clearing up. up Lorraine's vomit, <laughs> and it was the highlight of my career. Oh my God! That is. That is it was pretend. Obviously, it wasn't her real oh, vomit. Oh, but, of course. But, but uh, uh, I, it was an honour to be on my knees uh, clearing up, tiling up her book. There you go. Put that on your CV. Exactly, I, I do. <laughs> so, what, Rain Town, I mean, it's an iconic album. Every track's a cracker. It's just a cracker. I mean, you know, as we were saying a couple of tracks ago, I'm old school, you know, it's got to be the CD or the vinyl, because I love the artwork, the covers. Oscar Marzaroli's iconic look photograph. At, I mean, I'm showing you on radio, but look at that. I mean, that's one that you could hold up. MD knows their Scottish music history. You could hold that at the end of the road and then we go, that's a Deacon Blue yeah, album. Yeah. It's fantastic. So what one have you picked off the album? Hey, I think I went for Loaded. You did. Uh, track five, I think, side one. Nice when it one. was final. Back in the day. But uh, queue up tonight, Cam Glenn Radio. This is Deacon Blue and Loaded.
Yeah, fantastic. Uh, loaded by Deacon Blue on Cam Glen Radio. Uh, just leaves me to thank Colin. Thank you so much for coming in. Uh, Thanks really for having me. It's been now. a dream come true getting yeah. to choose all the records that I like. Absolutely. Um, giving up a chunk of your Friday night. I really appreciate that. And maybe have you back in a, a year or two whenever. I'll have to think up some uh, another playlist. Playlist. Well, that was a joy. So, yeah, give yourself some time. Cool. When, when you think of another dozen or so of your oh, favourite tracks I could do that quite easily right we'll put that in the diary for some time in the future as Excellent. vague as that that's good uh, I'll be back next week uh, next Saturday I'm off to see the Stranglers in Glasgow um, birthday present for my brother so thank you for that Paul I'll go and see the Stranglers so next Friday show Stranglers will be the artist of the week I'll be looking at their career the last sort of 40 odd years um, and I'll be back then on Friday night uh, a bit of Golden Brown and a little bit of The Alarm and I'll see you next week Golden brown texture like sun Lays me down with my mind She runs throughout the night Never a frown with golden brown Every time, just like the last On her ship, tied to the mast Two distant lands, takes both my hands Never a frown with golden brown Radio is an amazing medium. It can inspire, entertain, inform and connect people. This station, Cam Glen Radio, is run by a dedicated, passionate and committed team of volunteers and you can be one of those volunteers too. It doesn't matter if you're an experienced broadcaster or if you've never set foot in a studio in your life. We provide all the training and support that you need to do what you want to do. And it's a great way of making new social connections, learning new skills, expanding on your CV and just having loads of fun. So to find out more about volunteering with Cam Glen Radio, just email volunteering at healthynhappy.org.uk. How do you look after your teeth and gums? Brush your teeth um, every, every time you wake up and at bedtime. Make sure you get like everywhere around your mouth, even the back of your teeth. If you kind of don't, then you'll have them fall out. If you don't look after your teeth, you'll get black and brown. To help keep your teeth and gums healthy, visit the dentist regularly. To register with a dentist, simply telephone or visit a practice in your area and ask if you can register with them. You can find a dentist near you using the NHS Inform Service Directory.